This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Alright, so getting into the maps. Digging into maps. Onyx versus base maps. Base maps. <laughs> Um, it's all about that base, about that base. No, I bought, I bought, um, I don't have base maps. I, I bought it because it was $30. Okay, if you're going to get Onyx maps, don't buy your state for 30 bucks. It's 30 bucks a state for Onyx maps. If you buy... Oh, you got to do the 100. You got to get... You got to do the 100. The whole state. What are you yeah, fucking around country. for? Yeah, no. That's three states and you have it. You know what? I know something Come weird. On. I'm getting a fucking dirty deal on some Onyx right, maps right now because... Oh. I technically, it's, I have a glitch going on in the system, and I emailed them about it, and uh, they said, yeah, that's really weird. You seem to have two accounts. That's not right. No, I, it's from way back in the day, way, way, way back. When the Onyx first came out, I had it. I was a subscriber to Minnesota and Wisconsin. So I have one account that subscribes to Minnesota, one account that subscribes to Wisconsin. So that's 60 bucks, but I got the whole country. Yeah. Yeah, that makes no sense, right? Deal. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm running like two accounts, neither of which has nationwide, but I got nationwide. I think there's some um, savings codes out there too. Like I think Meat Eater might have a an Onyx code yeah, that but might save you a little bit of ching. So obviously I'm looking at base maps, and it is um, 70% off of Onyx. You know, you get the whole country for 30 bucks. I'm like, well, why? Is for it base maps? Yeah, it's 30 bucks nationwide. Hmm. I mean that for thirty bucks, 
I'll spend that on lunch sometimes. You yeah, know, if no I have doubt. a couple of beers with it, um, yeah, I'm gonna get base maps and check it out. So I did, and I've been screwing around with both of them for um, way too many hours um, at night and during work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just get sucked in so deep. Is to, it that uh, one? Yep. Okay. Base maps. I know some people use like Huntwise. And there's a couple other ones. Like, let's just cruise through the App Store here really quick, too. I can download something. Take a peek at it while we're talking about this <laughs> well, stuff. Well, I'm not going to download it because I don't have Wi-Fi. The they all come with, like, a seven-day trial. Um, it doesn't say what the trial price is. For base maps? Yeah. It's probably free to get the trial. And then oh, you give them your info. Sure. And they're going to automatically sign you up for that dirty dog. $30 annual fee for the nationwide coverage. How do you... Um which one's more accurate or more updated? Onyx Maps is more updated. Okay. They both have problems with how updated they really are. Um, so the, the top ones that come up in the App Store is Hunt Stand, Hunt Wise, Topo Maps, Eye Hunting. Never heard of that. Where to Hunt, GPS, never heard of that one either. But um, So Base Maps and, your, and Onyx are going to be the two. And... Paid 30 bucks for it. I got it. It's definitely more updated in Onyx. And just to start out, let's just say, which one would you buy, Nick J? Like, Onyx. I would buy Onyx. But that's not to say that I, if I had $130, I'm going to buy both. Because um, right. there's some shit in base maps that I really like. First of all, you got to start adding layers to these maps, right? When you are exploring around and screwing off at work <laughs> you need some layers that you're actually like looking for some specific information the way you um the user interface of base maps far better than onyx maps because onyx maps does that like state by state 30 dollars fee bullshit so for some reason um you, you go into onyx maps and there's a layer library and then there's a folder for my layers so i have to take shit out of the layer library add it to my layers and then I can toggle them around mm. back and forth, and it's clunky, and it, 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 you can tell it lags. Whereas um, on, or base maps, I click that um, layer button. Since it's nationwide, they're not screwing around. They don't have no state by state parcel or ownership. They just have nationwide landowners. Bloop, turn it on for the entire country. Not only that, Onyx Maps has satellite, topo, hybrid. That's what you get for. Um, uh, I guess the base maps of the when you're looking at Onyx. Now, base maps has um, their own 3D version of uh, of imagery. They have Google High Res, they have Mapbox, they have ESRI, and there's just several um, different um, providers of satellite imagery to go oh, so you that can you can a look at. Different so, images of the same property, yes, taken at different times. And base maps is way better for that satellite imagery hmm. like you can zoom in and see license plates on some spots on you know oh. what i mean not that good yeah, right. but it's great much 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 better than onyx maps um and you have a, a variety of some you can choose from so if some has just better imagery in your area you can go to that and when i open up the layer folder in base maps on the top i got layers active layers so i can just go through my active layers i don't want something on no more bloop, 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 bloop. and then also favorites so you can mm. fit you can favorite um a bunch of layers now if you want to toggle them quickly back and forth without having to navigate through their folder um structure it's just right there boom boom so i got like 
nationwide um, private land ownership in my favorites, Minnesota walk-in area, Minnesota wildlife refuges. That layer right there also, Minnesota wildlife refuges. I was reading the regs one day for uh, Minnesota. There's a refuge that opens goose hunting for two days a season. What? Yes, two days a season. It was, it was like, you can hunt geese there for, and it's just the two days of opening weekend. So I suppose hmm. you get to, to hunt till 4 p.m., I guess. Sure. There. So I'm like, what the fuck? I've never heard of this in my life. I started Googling it, man. Like, flash forward two hours. I'm on like page, <laughs> I'm on page like 14 of Google, and I can't find the boundaries for this um, state game refuge. And um, then I discover this. Boom. Oh, they have a uh, layer in here that says um, Minnesota Minnesota um, uh, refuges. I click it on. There is hundreds of refuges in Minnesota. Like shit, I, I turned every other layer off. So now I'm only looking at layers that are refuges, the only highlighted land. I'm like, my God. I went to, over to that um, lake that they let, they have that refuge on. Just the nice, clearly defined borders. I'm like, I spent fucking two hours. Wow. Like how do they have this? And you would never guess like, these random ass areas where there's refuges um, just scattered about the countryside in Minnesota. I, I had no clue. And so what you'd have to like Google each one of those refuges to see if they have any kind of special hunts, I suppose. Um, no, it's anything that has any special um, exceptions to it just being a wildlife refuge is going to be um, spelled out in the, the reg book. In the reg book. And oh, there okay. is, yeah, it's like some refuges you can waterfowl hunt at. Some refuges you can goose hunt at. Some refuges allow hunting from this time period to that yeah, time okay. period. Some refuges is Monday, Thursday, Friday. Just read the regs. You just got to read the regs. There's a bunch of cool information in there. But um, not only that, these like the the layers on uh, base maps that you select for that are individualized for each state. They are bordered in a bright neon orange, like blaze orange border. So like you can just back out and look at the whole state and be like, there's a bunch. So like. Some states have really good walk-in access. Like, if you're going to plan a trip, put on that layer for that walk-in access to whatever state you're thinking about checking out. Be like, oh, there's a little cluster of them over there. If I were to plan a trip, I might want to consider that area because I can hunt. No matter what, I can pick one of these 20 fields in this little area, and it's just easy to see. But in general, Onyx Maps is so much better at just at-a-glance information. Their land is highlighted. So this has got that orange highlight. That's nice, but that's not for everything. Mm-hmm. That's like for that state-specific shit that you're selecting for, an, for a specific layer. I mean, you can just look at Onyx Maps and start uh, zooming around, and there's all sorts of public land, and you can just zoom in. Oh, Independent School District 821. Um, oh, Minnesota State Land. Oh, uh, Fed Land. And uh, everything is so much more quickly identified on onyx maps so like i'll take i like to just uh browse you could say on onyx just so i can get a, a feel for like an area and then if i see something i think's looking pretty cool i'm gonna go and go straight to base maps and look at the satellite imagery of it see what it really looks like hmm. you know because it's too blurry on onyx yeah you so can I'll, only zoom in so far yeah but like, that place looks kind of cool i'll base map it from there and then be like, all right, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a couple different uh, satellite imageries of it. And uh, that's been very useful. A layer that Basemaps does not have, that Onyx does, is all the National Wildlife Refuges on Onyx have a nice neon green border. So there's tons of, like, 
there's 400 refuges in the United States and you can hunt on a lot of them, but they all have fucking weird regulations. Like you can hunt in this area or that area. Well, Onyx has taken the time and actually gone and like drawn out maps for every single national wildlife refuge, which would be really Really? handy right now, considering that in the last 25 months, they've opened up an additional 4 million acres of federal land that you can hunt. Man, I hope my audience does not look as tired as you do right I now. I am so dude. tired now. Dude, you look like you just smoked two blunts <laughs> through each nostril. That would probably help. No, I had two beers earlier. Uh, uh, doing the, the, the day drinking when you quit day drinking crash. That's what I got going on right now. So Here's just something that you, would, you wouldn't think that um, actually is super helpful. County boundaries is on base maps. They've got a layer for every county in the country. Oh, that would actually be helpful. Dude, I'm always like, struggling trying to find county. Like, dude, what county are we in? You're like, where's the freaking county me line? Fucking two. You zoom in, you zoom out, you zoom in. Like, what? And then you finally see this fainted dotted line. Like, I think that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Dude, I've had trouble like just like Illinois uh, county map. You put that into Google and you start looking in the images section and you're like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> this, is, this shouldn't be this tough. Like, you'd think they'll just pull right up, but no, they've no, got that. No, they don't. They've got a and they've just the variety. The variety of layers you can you you never know will um will benefit you as a hunter unless you have all of them. Like you can there's um some layers on uh base maps that have like nope this is on Onyx where it'll sh- show you like how high the river is. They've got um oh really yeah and uh, just a bunch of random stuff that you could use to your advantage to find current conditions or whatever and um, they're all really low right now. That's what they are. Gonna, that's what it's going to tell you. <laughs> Water levels are down. Um. Oh, all these fires are going on right now, right? There is a layer in uh, either a smoke layer. There's a uh, an active wildfire layer. Oh wow. Yeah. Kind of cool, huh? Hmm. Then there's water access. Like I know that's for fishing, but uh. That's on Onyx or Basement? This is on Basement. I'm going to switch to Onyx because I've been kind of fucking around with Basement this whole time. Okay, so there's two new features. or um, There is new features, though, on both of these systems. Uh, there's a 3D um, feature now for Onyx. That's cool. You get to kind of, if, especially if you're cruising way away from home, you can kind of get almost like that Google Earthy thing, mm. which reminds me of one of the dopest features oh 3d beta There's yeah a button right on it. yeah it updated for you Whoa, eh? right there 3d is here 3d beta is currently available only on ios devices so okay dude f off you samsung users if you use base maps and you use it on a computer like a laptop or a desktop you're using their um browser version for computers you can use google street view in tandem with it you can drop the little street view dude on spots you're looking at, which is so fucking handy, dude. Like, if you ever find an area and you're like, I, I wonder what that looks like. I don't know how many times I've been playing Where's Waldo on fucking Google Earth. This is like, trying to match cool. up my Onyx. I'm trying to talk to you, Dale. I'm listening. And trying I'm to also <laughs> playing. <laughs> this is like the most distracted, like, distracting you could get. It's like, let's play with Onyx for a whole podcast. Like, um, Unfortunately, there's not enough hills to have fun with this. Dude, I, oh, yeah, dude I, I don't know how many times I've been sitting there like, I just want to see what that field really looks like. Like, is it hilly? Is it flat? I'm on, um, I'm on Onyx Maps, and I'm trying to like match up where the hell am I on Google Earth? Because Google Earth has got the street view. I don't even think, 
No maps does, but it's a little easier to use on Earth. And uh, I'm like, okay, there's this lake that's kind of shaped like an eyebrow. It's north of the city. But base maps, you can just drop it right down. And, uh, but I, I would say just the, the ease of use of Onyx, the at-a-glance information just kind of trumps base maps shit. You know, like, that's so handy. As clunky I as it is. Just zoomed in on a killer spot right off a river that's like, we could do some damage there, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Historic wildfires. I know like mushroom hunters will use that or maybe yep, people trying to go will. to shoot a hooved animal for some reason. Uh, a hooved animal. Yeah. They, they got a layer for Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation on... Oh, and another thing I noticed about Onyx, too, with their recent update, the weather's pretty handy on it now. Like, when you when you drop a little uh, little point of interest or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, it just kind of comes up with the information for that area, there's quite a bit of just, like, nice, easy, at-a-glance uh, info. Like, here, I just drop one next to my house. It's an overview section and a weather section. Temp, precip, wind, and it's easy on the eyes. looks nice. Mm. And then there's another feature that just updated into base maps called Hunt Wind. Is that what it's called? I don't but it gives you this, that. like, um, you drop a point on the map and then pick out a time or whatever. Um, it'll give you a forecast for that wind. And it looks like a giant bonfire, like the smoke that, um, like, imagine you had a giant bonfire and the smoke's just going off into the, into the wilderness. Like, that's kind of cool. Dude, this is so much better than going to my weather app. What's, what are you on, Onyx? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like right there. Right there. Yeah, they've That's really improved that, I've noticed. Sweet. I got to try to find that. Um, Interesting. Well, that thing's going to be getting a workout here tonight. Dude, I know. It's it's just ridiculously. Well, and um, I got to scout again tonight, so. Ridiculously I ridiculous. I don't, I don't know where I'm going to. Anywhere be I've yet. been driving lately, I've been. Uh, I always punch it into, like, Google Maps, so, so Siri tells me not to miss my turn again. <laughs> and, uh,. Then after that, I've been just pulling up base maps or Onyx. Usually Onyx because that really good at-a-glance info. Mm -hmm. Just see what the hell is around me on my drive, and you just see stuff you just didn't know was there. And you're just like, well, this is weird. It's like, I didn't know all this stuff was on my drive to the cabin. It's pretty cool. How do I find that um, hunt wind again? Hunt wind. That must be on uh, base maps. It is. Hunt wind. I'm looking at weather conditions. There's a hunt wind app. Oh, there it is. It's on. That There's a little onyx right there. Um, oh, son of a bitch. On the seven day, right underneath it, I see hunt wind trademark. Click it. Don't see shit. Okay. Tap to view. Loading wind data. All right. That's not very um. <laughs> that's not very intuitive. I would say. Oh, here's hourly. Do I have to click onto this hunt wind stuff? Like, why aren't you showing me the fucking wind right now, bitch? Biatch. Yeah. Ideal wind. Okay. Is that the wind now? It, okay, this is the ideal wind, probably for hunting hooved animals or something. Select the wind directions that are most likely to keep your scent from being detected. I don't know why I would do that. Um, show me the wind right now, please. So I did get it to go one time, but like I said, this is not very intuitive the way this works, but it was a cool feature, right? No? 
No. You ever use offline maps? Because I never do. No, I don't, but I should. Because there's plenty, like, a lot of the areas that I hunt get absolute dog shit reception. Right. I really should download all of my areas that I Like, if you're just even going to go scout an area and you're at home with Wi-Fi, like, I'm going to go hit up that area around them lakes tonight. Yeah, I know where I'm going to be. Like, Mm -hmm. tonight, I know where I'm going to be. It's like, I really should download them now. Really, really big. Dude, when we were looking at the the last time we did that podcast from the truck, we were in that parking lot. Like, dude, you got to go find a hill. Yeah, like, we had no service. It's like, well, why not just download the maps? And the app actually reminds me. It's like you have no saved maps in your thing. Mine does too. Download like, now. You're underutilizing. Yeah, they're this. like, hey, dumbass. <laughs> like I just wonder what it. Use this app the way it's intended. Download some maps. You know you what? Tard. I'm gonna do it right now. We'll just get a little feel for it here. I'll just go up by my cabin and I'll see. Just download you it. Yeah, why not? But I don't know what experiences have you had. Like, have you ever like discovered something uh, because of using these apps? Because I notice a lot of people are just using them to find landowner info. Hmm. And that is can't say that I really have. Oh, dude, there! I think you're underutilizing it, man. Oh, I guarantee you, I am. I just I don't have time to get lost in these maps, dude. Yes, you do. <laughs> you you will, no, yes, I should. Not yes, make, I do. Okay, how do I? Uh, That's a big difference. Well, I mean, I just used Google Maps today to find that loaf I was talking to you about that I found today because I saw all the geese going back, and I'm like, it looked like they were dumping into a standing uh, bean field. I'm like. I found it. Where are they going? And all of a sudden, I just pulled up Google Earth. I'm like, oh, there's a pond back in there. Check it out. You hit the plus button, and then it says place the wind cone on on base maps. Now look at oh, this. Oh, I don't have base maps. Look at this right here. Yeah, but I'm going to get it's it. It's like that giant bonfire showing you which okay. way the wind's going. That's kind of nice, That's ain't it? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool because oh. you always want to know. like, Where was that? On the, I'm going to get that app Okay, today, so. so that's on base maps. You hit that plus button. Oh, okay. And it says, like, so you're adding a... You're adding a shape, a line, a circle, a, a stand, a hunt wind, so you can huh. so you can check that. You can track your um track yourself. And I also think on uh, base maps, if you're scouting as a team, you can all use base maps at the same time, and it'll Shows show you where you're at. Not only like where they're at, but I think it'll show like their tracks, like where they have been scouting. No so it's way, like, really? You, you like scout in the north side of this lake. I'll scout the south side of it, and we'll grid our, we'll like grid and coordinate our scouting efforts. So, dude, like, that's we're go- incredible. That's really good. And also, like, you ever gotten done scouting, and you're like, you know what, that one spot where I thought that could be a hunt, but I just kept driving because I thought I could find something better, and I can't. And then you're like, um, uh, I, I was there. going, I was going north. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because that's my biggest pet peeve when we're group scouting is all of a sudden you run into your scouting buddy you're like why are you over here you were supposed to go over there like i hate when you know you've wasted time scouting the same area yeah right here oh, oh shit. shit right here um share my location on location settings um enable and then add friends send an email or text i could invite you through a text that's so pretty that's cool. pretty good. That and I know you can do cool. that like iPhone to iPhone, and I've done that before scouting with people, but this is like, dude, you're going to be using this application anyways. And Onyx Maps does not have that. But I still would just like if a guy had 130 bucks, put that 100 into Onyx first. I would. Yeah, Onyx is great. And it, and it doesn't take much comparison. Just look at an area on base maps and be like, okay, I can see these places here and then you pull up onyx on that same location you're like jesus i didn't see any of this stuff and not only that like base maps you click on it'll be like wisconsin dnr land like all right Uh and then like um you um click on 
on accident, it's like this specific state park, here's a link. A lot of times, you know, it's just more specific, easier to read. And um, with the exception of like those state selected, um, state selected uh, layers where it's outlined in bright orange. Like if you look at uh, like here, here's Onyx Maps. Like I'm just looking at the entire state of Minnesota. You mm -hmm. see anything? I don't see a goddamn thing. No, I don't have a fucking thing. Well, you I... gotta zoom in to see the boundaries. But, but here's like yeah. those um, National Wildlife Refuges you can yep. hunt right there. Okay, but now I'll switch over to the old base maps here, and I'll do that um, like with the Minnesota layers that I got on. We'll just uh, take an add a glance. You know what? You know what I hate about both of these motherfuckers though. <laughs> You touch that screen. Oh, yeah. And it bloop. It pulls yeah. up the info like, no. <laughs> no. I was just trying to zoom out. All right. Dude, here I'm looking at, I've got Iowa, half of North and South Dakota, half of Wisconsin, Nebraska. Yeah, and you can see them all. You can there. see like just that. Jeez, look how much is in Minnesota and nothing in Iowa. I don't have Iowa layers on. Oh, that'd be why. I was like, look, it just stops right there. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you go out west, I've noticed like, see the, all this green and brown and purple and shit? That's all like fed land, different types of fed land or Indian reservations. Cause you get west of that Missouri river and it's all like Bureau of land management, national, like national government shit, fed land. And, uh, it's so easy to see that the, the areas com compared to onyx. Hmm. So like, yeah, I'm going to have to get that app when I get home. Today. Look at this state right here. Look at this little cluster of stuff. You can go, go hunt. Look at that! Right up around that river, this is wow. all. This is all like. Uh, let me see what this is. Well, don't give it away, everybody. Go there. I'm not saying what <laughs> state this is. It's in Nebraska. It's in Nebraska. <laughs> there is amazing access and hunting in Nebraska. I can't. <laughs> I can't say that enough. Well, there actually is, but. Um, so yeah, that's um. Yeah, that's one of the private lands that's open to public hunting. And here is a link for the map. Hmm. Mm. This state actually Very has a fucking incredible interactive map for all the private lands. I just I can't find a way to get this like full screen. Like they give you a little snippet when you look yeah. at one area. See but that. I can zoom out and see the whole state. Like this app is power this is a powerful map they got going hmm. on right here in this in Nebraska. <laughs> and they even have like the green outline ones is feel free to hunt like the brown outline ones are like uh, need permission uh written permission oh, to hunt cool. dude just add a just add a glance wow wow you never wow. know what's out there Man, until nebraska's got it together nebraska does have it <laughs> on the real though nebraska has their shit together they for do public actually, access. Yeah, they yeah, really yeah, do yeah. they really um, do no, actually nebraska is they got there's plenty of hunting opportunities in nebraska and stuff you don't even there's layers on layers on layers of place, places to hunt there you know and lots of other states have that too not minnesota though we just have 1500 wma so you can go um hunt bring your untrained dog to walk around in the grass that's and yell right. at <laughs> that's right that's <laughs> exactly right Ugh, so gross I hate it. I had a calling student from Indiana last night. Really? And I asked him about the WMAs because they have 23 of them or 32 of them or something like impossibly you're few. Like, you're like, that's it? Well, they're all managed though. And they're all like controlled hunting. And they, he's like, they've been stepping their game up in them areas. Like they're planting like flooded corn you can hunt. And he's like, the hunting on them is pretty decent. You put in for that little lottery thing they got going on. They draw your number. You get a blind. You're going to have a, you know. A reasonable chance of having a, a good and successful hunt. Like, if do we have one of those areas in Minnesota? 
You, you know what your best odds are of getting a reasonably a reasonable expectation of a good hunt? Book a fucking Fergus Falls pit in November. Yeah, right. For a hundred and twenty bucks a person or whatever it is, they should they charge half what they should. Yeah, they do. They charge half what they should, dude. Rochester fucked this state up, man. <laughs> I've always said like our guides are underpaid and overqualified in this state. Like we've got some of the best goose hunters in the country, some of the best goose hunting in the country. I mean, if you could... Because Minnesotans are cheap, dude. They're the, the cheapest outdoors people in the world. Well, the, those Rochester pits, man, they were leasing out fields and just putting holes in them and selling them. You can still get holes in Rochester for like 80 bucks a guy. You know, like... What? Yeah, like... And, dude, try to book... Dude, you try to book a it hunt anywhere. Like, the thing just must be bought and what, paid for. What do, they have no overhead at this point. What something. do like um, Trevor and Joe charge for a hunt these days? Like one fifty, one seventy five. Yeah, that's like so that. cheap. Like, dude, you can't get a blind with a. And yeah. Trevor and Joe are doing like um, daily scouting. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of gas money going into that. They've got lots of different tactics they're deploying, like um, migration hunting. They know what they're fucking doing. They're experts in their field, and. Um, it's 175 bucks to hunt with these guys. Dude, for $250, take that down to like Mississippi and get yourself a duck guide and tell me. Yeah, good luck. Tell me their ex- <laughs> tell me about their expertise. Like Yeah, right. You're going to get a, just a hillbilly with a fucking horrible lease he's taking everybody to every day. I'm not I'm not trying to gen- right, you're generalize. Generalizing, I'm generalizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But dude, it's just like if you couldn't go to Canada this year, where's the best dollar you could spend on guided hunts in the United States, I guess, in general, excluding Canada, the best money you could ever spend is to buy a Minnesota goose hunting guide. Yeah, even Fergus. our even our guys who are kind of uh, doing it like part time-ish, they're pretty goddamn good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's not many shysters out there doing it in this state, really. And you hear about a lot of like, I'm sure you heard about it when, like when you're snow goose hunting, like the oh, fuckery yeah. that happens down oh, south. Yeah, big time down the there. The fuckery that goes on, and you, and a lot of it is like. 40 year old men acting like they're 17 year old goose hunters because like mentally they a lot of them are like i feel like you're talking directly to me <laughs> no 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 like i'm talking about like just just regionally like we just have such a cream of the crop goose guides in minnesota like you go to other states and their cream of the crop goose guides are like you're like are you sure you want to set up that way and they're like that's the way we do it here that's like, how we do it now here yeah like, all right Okay, sure. Well, I'm trying to give the clients a good hunt. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. just prove you right. Yeah, right. You, we yeah. won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I am overgeneralizing. My granddaddy did it. And that's changed a lot in the last, like, five years as, like, the industry um, exploded for goose guiding down south. I mean, and, like, you get to areas like t- uh, Lubbock, Texas, where it is, like, established for the last 30 years. Yeah, those guys are very excellent goose hunters. But where it kind of popped up, like... Um, when Kansas and Oklahoma went to six and eight bird limits, respectively, like guide services popped up and uh, some guys figuring it out as they went, you know? Yeah, well, they're always going to have some of that. And you get a couple of pictures of 100 bird stacks, and next thing you know, you got full books next year, and <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of growing pains. Yeah, there is. Well, I mean, they kind of, in a way, they take care of themselves because, I mean, in the, in the day of instant uh, knowledge and whatever else people are going to, blast you if it's shitty they're gonna blast you on the old internet you're not gonna get even a good it, review so even if it's good for some people but well that's true too dude, some people just have unrealistic what's your what's your um 
if you were to say a percentage of clients that suck when you snow goose hunted, how, what percentage would you say clients that are like bad hunters, bad people, not fun to chill with? Out of a hundred dudes you guided, this many of them sucked. A lot of them come in the same group, I've noticed. Honestly, this past year, I didn't really have any. I'd say like 1%, dude. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. low. It's super low. The year before, definitely. We had like the amazing racist in our, in our <laughs> spread. Um, dude, no, literally like out of the blue with no like, nobody was talking about current events. Nobody was talking about anything. We are just enjoying the day, waiting for some white devils to show up. And this dude's like... I hate black people. Except he didn't say black people. Yeah, God, <laughs> he said that other word. No, thanks for and making. And you're it. like, hey, we got a we got a father and a daughter here from Missouri. She's 14. Maybe you should shut the fuck it up. It was like <laughs> a record scratcher, but it was just like, did you just say what I think you just said? Like, <laughs> what? And then he then he just proceeded to tell all these racist jokes. And we're just like, oh, and and nobody was like engaging him. Like this was a monologue. We're like everybody was uncomfortable. And I was I was getting real close to the point, and I was kind of looking at everybody else. You know, we'd go out and move decoys and kind of talk on our breath. and like, wow, well, what the hell is that guy's deal? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, finally it kind of realized that while everybody's like, this guy's an asshole and he's on his own, you're, we're like, it's fine. You don't, no need to make a big scene and ruin this hunt kind of a thing. It's like, all right, well, if it gets too out of hand, I'll, I'll probably have to say something. But... And if somebody would have been offended by, like, literally offended by it or something, I would have had to say something. But thankfully, I didn't have to. But he, th- that was definitely an extreme case. Like, I haven't had almost <laughs> everybody, really, dude, so everybody except one, for that dude has been pretty cool. One weekend, Graham contracted me to do uh, to help out with a group out in Western Minnesota with Maxed Out Guides, and uh, the group that I was with um, was some duck guides from Louisiana. So, I mean, this is like a waiter tipping another waiter, you know, like yeah, they yeah, are yeah. very gracious. They are a blast to hunt yeah, with. Yeah. They are coon asses from the swamps. <laughs> They're awesome dudes. And um, Graham and John Phillips, P, they were guiding a, a group of guys. It was like nine of them from Texas. And they were a fucking nightmare. They shot a nine-man limit like out of a flooded bean field. That's 63 fucking ducks. Is that right math-wise? Nine times six? 54. No. 54. <laughs> yes, 54. Four, yeah. yeah. So they shot 54 ducks and they couldn't just, they, everything was wrong. The setup was wrong. The blinds were wrong. And they you know, smashed the, the lodge sucked. The, this, I'm like, wow. Dude, uh, and this was like stale hunting going on too, like around the state. I'm like, no group in the, the state did as good as you guys did today. Um, those guys just busted their ass to get you in there on a dailies. I mean, like, and, and, and like literally P and, uh, Graham were just they looked like exhausted like their faces were just sagging off their skulls <laughs> with like how down they were about having these amazing hunts with these assholes and uh I'd never seen that before really yeah. I mean they're kind of like razzing me even like I'm not even their guy they don't really know me from Adam you know and I'm like oh man and meanwhile like who was it me maybe this is a Honix I think might have been guiding with me we have these dudes that are just a dream group of yeah. clients that are, well, they I gave guess, us a fat tip at the end. Yeah, <laughs> now that I think about it, I had a couple. I wouldn't say they're bad, but they were like they did. They were expecting like the universe. That happens. Yeah, I get that a lot with snow goose hunting too. And so usually when I first meet my clients for the day, you know, you start talking about it. Like, so why do you want to do uh, is this your first time snow goose hunting? You ever done it? Like, no, but it's our first time. I was like, were you watching YouTube videos? 
<laughs> yeah, the they're like, clients, yeah, yeah. I'm like. All right, so I got to give you a little bit of how this is going to go. Yeah, <laughs> we've been hunting this field for eighteen days straight. <laughs> um, it's possible to have one of those hunts that you watched. Yeah, but it's not like we're running a nine bird average. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you uh, sit back and enjoy the no mud and waterfall experience you're about to have. Yeah, you're about to see the greatest show on earth with feathers. And if you, you if we're lucky enough, something. if we're lucky enough, <laughs> you'll get 20 birds today. That would be a fantastic. That would be once really in a while fantastic. though. Those migrator spreads get. Sometimes I do it. One time I showed up. I was hunting on March 29 in Nebraska on a snow goose hunt. Does that make sense to you? Think about that for a sec. No. No. March 29th. It was such a late spring that year. Um, It was my birthday. That's how I remember it. And we showed up and we drove through the night and we didn't get there till like nine o'clock in the morning. There was a a guide out there. I had won a like a photo contest or something. Got a free day and booked another day on top of it. And uh, we get out there and it's like nine ten o'clock in the morning. It's a a guide, a dude and his daughter in the spread. You know, there's like seven eight layup lines out there, and they have like twenty two geese. I was like damn and uh we sat down and uh like a six pack came over us like migrating and they Mm -hmm. just did it me and my dad came up just rolled like we rolled the whole flock out with the guide and uh i was like has it been like this all morning he's like the guide was like dude i shot like 20 of those geese (laughs) and if you guys would have fucking been here yeah like the stack week would have had and you're like oh my god (laughs) like it happened this morning while i was driving here just sipping my quick trip coffee yeah those those late spring migration days, though, can be really good. Like, they have a high was, percentage of being good because that, the pressure's down. They're the stragglers. Mm-hmm. They're, like, the most gregarious of the birds that want to be with other birds. You just like, they almost like they realize, like, shit, we're – oh, fuck, we're late. Yeah. Like, we got to get going. <laughs> you know, it's like – and then all of a sudden they see other birds in the ground and they're like, oh – that's a spot. We got to get down there. Yeah. Like I know there was a year that in Yankton where all the guide services, everybody was doing single digit averages every day for a long stretch. It was a drag. And, um, finally, like, uh, when the lates, like as the weeks dragged on, they got into those like just straggler birds that were coming through. And then everybody was doing like 60 bird averages for a good stretch there too. Like almost a week. It was like spreads were getting between 30 and 90 birds, like every spread, it was like wow. crazy, and I was talking to a lot of the guides out there, and they were saying, like, we see uh, three flocks a day. It's boring as fuck. We normally don't see those flocks until, like, an hour before sunset, and we decoy every flock to the boot bags, and we, <laughs> we chip away what we possibly can. If we got, yeah. if we got good shooters, we're going to get 70. Right. If we got poor shooters, we're going to get 20. And, yeah. uh, like, well, that doesn't suck either, but it's, it is a lot. It's, lo- it's a hard sell for the clients. The days also are longer. Like mm-hmm. that time of the year, the sun comes up earlier and goes down yeah. later. It's a long, long Yeah, and day. what I've noticed with chasing those white birds up is that most outfitters, they like to chase peak numbers because clients get to do a lot of bird watching. And they don't do as much bird killing, but they do a lot of bird watching. And, you know, even if you, you know, you look at the – facebook pages and the you know waterfall reports people are chasing the mass dude if i were to start a snow goose guide service right now i would not offer hunts <laughs> straight up <laughs> i would be really hard photography to... like oh, old, just yeah. do photography guiding yeah like get some leases where you can put some photo uh photo uh just build some duck blinds do some photo booth stuff like some flooded corn the ducks that come through there oh yeah everybody and their cousin has a dslr camera now they yeah, want to get right. cool pictures of cool birds yeah what better well, place than the, the Dakota? is the way to do like it like how yeah. many birds you guys killed oh, today my God. none 
Yeah. Well, how was it? Great. Amazing. I got 1,400 photos. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, our Maxed out three SD cards. Yeah, you could probably charge even more than you could charge for snow goose hunting. Probably could. I'm giving people my ideas here. <laughs> should we, be a per- that'd be, a, that'd be a perfect one for you. Uh, 37 minutes. That would be a good one for you, though, because you got enough bird nerd knowledge that you could feed them while they're doing that, too. That bird like, nerd yeah, knowledge, those, yeah. Those blue-winged teal, you know, they nest in the uh, archipelago of Alaska. You oh, know, like you could give them all that kind of shit. That, they'd, they'd eat it up. <laughs> that certainly does assist me uh, taking some clients um, out hunting. I can just talk about waterfowl all day long. I do it, too. I, I mean, I, I do the whole thing. Like, they really dig it, too, especially, like, first-time snow goose hunters. When you're fortunate enough to get a couple in hand, like you start telling the difference between like a Ross goose and a regular, a lesser and like a greater, and then mm-hmm. you can get, you know, you can get one of each in your hand. Like here, so see how much smaller this is, and then you go and you talk about the the caruncles on the on the Ross goose. Yeah, yeah. And now I know a little bit more about what did that those. article have to say that you wrote me about. Like the males have, oh, it's because they can't hurt each other when they are displaying aggression. They're too pussy to fight each <laughs> to other. Actually, fight. It's too risky for mm-hmm. a goose. That winters near Mexico and um, breeds in the Arctic Circle, that goose has to keep its feathers nice, right? And it can't fight, so they kind of have to. Grow, they have to they in, grow fake antlers. They have to like intimidate each <laughs> That's other. Right. It's head bobbing through posturing yep. and uh, like whenever they're like, "Motherfucker, get away from my shit!" Yeah, bro. They can't check out this war. They just posture like, "All right, like not in the face, not in the face." <laughs> except the face is my whole body, and I need every yeah, one of these beautiful yeah. feathers to get me home, yeah. bro. Look at my neck tattoo. Like I'm a badass. Yeah, yeah that's what that means. It does make sense. Yeah, it does. It's like it, it's one of those things like no one thought of it, and then as soon as somebody kind of discovered it, it's like it's so obvious. Why didn't somebody discover this years ago? Just like my goose like, call why lesson. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do they just randomly have warts? There's got to be a reason. Yeah, there's actually a pretty obvious reason. Then we should have figured this out 50 years. And males ago. have more warts than females. I and it's mostly yeah. hereditary, right? Genetics. I think so. I'd have to go back and read the study again. It's in yeah. it's in the process, so we shouldn't even call this like fact because it was it's kind of a hypothesis or it probably was just a theory, uh, a theory that they're testing out. But it makes sense. The to preliminary me. information sounds like it, it backs it up because what they found is that the 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 ones with more warts did less head bobbing for sure. So they didn't they didn't have to. The other ones could just look at them and back off, but the other ones that didn't have the warts. They had to do a little bit more of the fake flinching, you know, at the other guy, like, bro, bro. Yeah. Bro. Dude, you know what I just remembered? <laughs> I just got one of those a, um, USB-C to HDMI cords. Yeah. Let's pull up base maps on the big old screen here. Oh, you know fancy fancy Let's end this. And All right, let's wrap this one up. All right, cool. Bye. This has been the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast Waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Hey, if you got some uh, waterfall lovers out there that you know and they're not aware of the Waterfall Wednesday or Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, let them know. Share it with your buddies. Keep it going around. Uh, don't forget, if you have a beard, if you're thinking about growing a beard, take care of that some bitch. Go to thebeardstruggle.com, put in code FULLSCALE15 at checkout, save yourself 15%. Thank you again for listening, whatever your passion, especially if it's waterfowl, pursue it full scale. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.